This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in today. The topic for this show is so important. It's called Protecting the Surviving Spouse. And I can just tell you that they're almost every couple that I sit down with has done, even if they've done a good job getting their Social Security in order and having their nest eggs and their retirements, they haven't run the numbers to say, what happens if my spouse predeceases me? Because that changes everything. So this is such an important topic. And for everyone who cares about their family, this is just a must, something you have to do. Yeah, it is. Uh, you don't want to leave your loved ones or your family uh, with a mess to deal with. Uh, you want to make sure everything's planned out so they won't have to worry about it. And I just think that peace of mind is so important. And, you know, this ties into our last week's show and some previous shows, but uh, we really need to focus in on this. I think we realized that last week how important it is. And I know you have a lot to tell us, a lot of information for our listeners out there, Tara. But before we get into that, how have you been? You doing okay? I, you know, I'm doing really well. I'm getting close to getting my cast off my leg and my husband's been doing a great job keeping the horses in shape. So I'm really looking forward to getting back out there in the world. <laughs> All right. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, I'm really uh, doing great too. Love doing the show with you, Tara. Thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate it. Uh, we, ha we always have a great time. We had a really good discussion last week and that's why I'm looking forward to this one as well. Um, so to start us off this week, uh, what's the probability of somebody living longer than their spouse? I mean, one's typically going to outlive the other, right? That's just the way it works, Tony. Absolutely. And then if you look at mortality tables or you look at Social Security, what they have on their websites, the odds are it's going to be the female. It's just, I mean, when you look at statistics, your family history is going to be the best indicator but yeah someone's always going to live outlive the other person so it's almost i, I wouldn't say 100 percent, but pretty close to that aha uh -huh. yeah that's uh, that's interesting and you know uh too for us guys it's uh typically it's the the women that are outliving the men uh, do you notice that with your clients or is that a i know that's the average and people always say that um, have you seen that in the clients you deal with or, or do you have a pretty mixed bag? You know, it's kind of interesting. What tends to be the bitter, bigger indicator is just family history. Um, yeah, generally I would say sure. most of the women live longer, but I have a couple families where, you know, the, the grandmother lived to 86 and the husband lived to 95. So, but either you, those are going to be the best indicators to know, but, uh, sure. Yeah. My grandfather uh, is 95 just this year. I've mentioned him on the show before, but I always like to bring him up because I'm really proud of him and he's an amazing person, but he's going, he's not 95 and struggling. He's 95 and very, very healthy and sharp. That's just phenomenal. And, and he's outlived two wives. So that is definitely the rare case. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? I, I, isn't it though? And so, um, just fascinating. So 
And on his side of the family, there's been a lot of longevity. I mean, um, his uh, uncle lived to be 104, and um, he has an aunt. Actually, my great great aunt Bessie lived to be 105. So there's some longevity there. Um, and, you know, sometimes it does run in families. Uh, you know, I'm hoping I don't break that cycle, but, you, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just people are living longer and longer. Now, we, we often hear, you know, that the wife will outlive her husband, and we've talked about that before, and I've even heard uh, they can li- live as much as six years longer on average uh, than their husbands. So what are some ways that you help uh, people prepare, especially women, then uh, for the loss of a spouse? Well, this is such an important question is I love it when people will come. And I think I've, I've mentioned it before, but I have a few clients that have come to me purely to interview me for the purposes of how I'm going to help take care of the wife because they're planning for the husband to pass first. And although it seems a little morbid, it's, it's great planning. So, you know, here's some of the things that we go through that I think are important is you definitely want to make an inventory of everything, your physical and your non-physical items. So, you know, think about all the things that your spouse has that you don't care about. You know, for a lot of wives, their husbands have all kinds of power tools and maybe trailers and equipment that they don't care about. And on the flip side, you know, for the husbands, sometimes the wives have a jewelry or art collections, or maybe there's guns or all those kinds of things that that you collect in a relationship that are of your interest or your spouse's interest. So you need to have a list of those things because you don't even know what it is that's important. So that's going to be the first thing. Um, Then obviously we're going to want to make a list of all the paperwork, bank accounts, IRAs, life insurance policies, long-term care policies, and those kinds of things. So that's going to be the first thing that you would make a list of. I don't know, Tony, is there anything that you have that your wife doesn't know about that's highly valuable? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know that she doesn't know about per se, but she might not understand. I I am a collector. I'm one of those uh, weird people, and I collect uh, CDs and albums, right? And not certificates of deposit either. I wish I had, I wish I had ten thousand certificates of deposit, <laughs> but I have ten thousand of the other kind of CDs, the music CDs, and I have a lot of old vinyl, and some of it is worth uh, some money. And uh, others of it, a lot of it, isn't worth anything to anybody but besides me. But, um, but yeah, the, she wouldn't know which way was up there. But, yes, I, I don't have any assets that she doesn't know about, but I might have a 401K that she's not familiar with from an old job. And that's, that's a big one that you need to make sure that those are listed out so the spouse knows what's up. And it's just amazing. And the normal situation is that people don't keep track of this. So this is just one of the first things that we want to do. Another way is you want to make sure that you understand what your Social Security benefits are going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. There's always there's always gaps and, and spent depending on, especially if there's a situation where maybe the spouse is not yet 65 and an unfortunate situation happens. So there's just different things with Social Security you want to make sure you understand. There's different benefits, particularly if you still have children at home. So those are things that we make sure we understand. And then we just want to sit down then and do a review of IRAs, bank accounts, retirement accounts to make sure that the beneficiary information is updated. And I'm going to say that again. It's so important to make sure that all your beneficiary information is updated because that's one of those things that you may be 30 and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. And next thing you know, you turn around and you're 65 and you're like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> there are so many people I sit down with and we start to go through their documents and it's just life life happens and and paperwork doesn't always follow. Yeah. Yeah, life happens and paperwork doesn't follow. I want a t-shirt that says that. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of them. I love it. Uh, this is very good information, though, for our listeners out there. Now, what other steps do you encourage people to take, especially women, before uh, they would lose a spouse? Well, this is particularly near and dear. I live in Colorado Springs, and there's a lot of retired military here in the area. And so if your spouse was a veteran, there are going to be veterans benefits that are available. And the, obviously, if we can get ahead of this, when the retirement is happening to make sure that your spouse elects the benefits that are going to be part of your retirement plan to make sure that the spouse is covered. But I can just tell you here locally, the veterans office is wonderful and they really help walk people through the veterans benefits. And I, I have clients that sometimes have benefits. They, they were not even aware that they had. So it's really helpful mm -hmm. to know, you know, if you're going to get life insurance from as a veterans benefit, then that's going to determine how much more that you need because you already have a little bit of a gap filled. So those are all things that tie together. In, in terms of your planning process. Um, for people, especially people who have children and grandchildren or potentially minor children, we wanna make sure that that estate planning is done so that you have, at the very minimum, have a will and make sure that that's in place, potentially the power of attorney and any guardianship issues, you wanna make sure those are covered. Um, as far as your estate planning, if you have a home that you're gonna to wanna to have directed into a specific family member or how you want that to be handled, Anything that you can take and put into your will is going to help avoid probate because if you don't have it in a will, then guess what? The state's going to decide what happens and who wants the government involved in deciding what happens to their stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Not me. Because the government's happy uh, to jump in. <laughs> yeah. Or they will, but it's just, that's something you can kind of control. So then the bottom line then is part of your overall planning team. If you can sit down with a financial planner and say, just to get that review done. Say, here's here's what we have put together. And then that financial planner does this day in and day out. So they can help be that person to say, well, what about this area over here? Have you thought about this? Just to make sure that you haven't unintentionally forgotten anything. Yeah, that, that's important. Well, you know what? Uh, we're almost out of time for this segment. Uh, Tara, we have to take a quick commercial break. Before we do, is there anything you'd like to let our listeners know about? Absolutely. Today's topic is, is always a little bit morbid when you're talking about preparing for the loss of a spouse, but it's just so important that, that we look at it and, and take care of it ahead of time. So if it, listening to the show, if you visit my website at www.taraenolan.com or call the office at 719-235-5494, I have a complimentary retirement income toolkit that you can download from the website. Just click on the financially tuned button, and that's going to really help back up everything we're talking about today. All right. Well, that sounds great, Tara. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion with Tara Nolan on Financially Tuned after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement, but where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now 
by either downloading it at TaraEnolan.com or by calling Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242. Don't start planning your retirement without it. Okay, welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. We have been talking about protecting the surviving spouse in the event that one passes away. So Tony, before we jump in, I'm just gonna ask you, have you ever heard or heard anyone say comments like, don't worry about it, or you'll be fine. Don't worry your pretty little head about that, or it's just too complicated, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I've actually heard people say that uh, to other people. Of course, you know they wouldn't dare say that to me, but um, <laughs> no, I've heard it myself too, unfortunately. Yeah, and I and I don't like it either. Well, but it, I usually find when you hear these comments, it took me a long time to learn that, it's when someone doesn't know the answer. So if someone is patting you on the head and saying, don't worry, you'll be fine, generally that's a big clue that that's a good time to go get some education and get some outside help. And what... I hate to say it, Tony, but I see in a lot of couples, the husband is kind of the default financial manager, and they don't necessarily know because unless you've studied this, why would you know? There's not like a gene that says, oh, I'm a financial whiz. <laughs> so so it's just <laughs> yeah, so important. If you hear those, if you ever get hear those comments in your life, that's the time to go ahead and, and get some help because finances, um, they are complex, but they are understandable. So it's so yeah. important that you get the help that you need just to understand your plan. Doesn't mean you have to take over, but it's okay. Even if that's not your primary job, it's okay to understand what's happening because at some point it may fall in your lap and you, you would like to know ahead of time what the, what's going on. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's only fair. And I think, uh, yeah, just tell them, no, I've got time. Uh, this is important. Uh, explain it to me. I, I will understand. So um, now, as as you uh, mentioned in our last segment, uh, we were talking about and you, you talked about ways to prepare before the loss of a spouse. Uh, what are some ways for our listeners out there to prepare after the passing of their spouse? Well, that's 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 a good question, because it's going to sometimes depending on what your situation is, you can't afford to just take, you know, two months off and not deal with what's going on in your life. So. The first thing is if you can sit down with someone who can help you walk through the planning in an unemotional way, because you're going to need that rock to be solid and help you step through. But what you're going to want to do is gather your paperwork together and start making a list and understanding um, in terms of insurances and benefits and pensions and all of those things, getting a good list together of what you have, making sure all the beneficiary information is correct. So that step one is that you're okay and the sky isn't gonna fall apart first. And then after a couple of weeks, then you can start taking the, the further issues of looking about, you know, what do I want, now that I have my hands around my initial situation, what do I wanna set up and leave for my remaining heirs? Yeah, that's important. Um, and, and you know, I, I think it's, um, you know, it's a tough time and uh, none of us like to think about it but to have a plan in place is so important and um it's really insightful i mean knowing how women should prepare before and after the loss of a spouse is uh like you said is something that's often overlooked now how does the loss of a spouse uh, affect the couple's social security benefit well this is really important because after the loss of a spouse 
you're going to continue to receive the highest Social Security amount. But guess what's going to happen? There's a process, and I, here's a little tidbit for anyone who's out there is in a situation is uh, you're going to need a lot of copies of the official death certificate because everyone, including Social Security office, banks, all these organizations are going to need copies of that. But then that's when Social Security is going to process and make sure that you get the highest amount. So from you or your spouse, whoever has the highest amount of Social Security, that's the benefit that you're going to continue to receive. But guess what? Social Security office does not move at lightning speed. Yeah. <laughs> so. No. So you're no. going to have and, to. And no offense. No offense to SSA.gov. They've got a lot to deal with. You talked about the tax code. Social Security can be almost as complicated, and um, and they're doing the best they can. But, yeah, you really need to know what's going on. Well, and, and you just want to be planning for it because you're going to have to go through the notification. But you're going to want to make sure that you've planned appropriately because there's probably going to be maybe a few months of overpayment. And so you want to make sure that you're tracking that so that way when the government comes back and says, oh, we overpaid you, we need that money back, that you're not left in the lurch going, oh, crap, I was planning on, I thought that was my money. So all of those kinds of things, you want to understand what your benefit is so that you make sure that you manage your budget in accordance with what you're actually going to receive after a life situation changes. So sure. Yeah. Just, I hate to say it, but those things happen. And it's funny. It can take you a long time to get your benefit. Boy, they'll come and reclaim it quickly. Yeah. So, I mean, in certain situations, if both, uh, both, uh, both spouses were receiving a social security check and relying on that income each month, uh, the loss of a spouse, they're going to lose one of those checks each month. And so it's going to drastically reduce their monthly budget. And you, you know, some people might think, well, there's only one person, but, uh, one person does not cut your expenses in half. No, that's, that's, that's a, that's, one of the problems, I mean, and, you know, we're not talking lightly about this incident. I mean, I, we're just talking about the financial aspect of what needs to happen. And nobody want, everybody wants to put this talk off, but you, you need to have it uh, while you're both still healthy and around. And I think that's very important. Well, and here's a little bit of a morbid joke about that is, is if one spouse passes, how many groceries did they eat? <laughs> Because yeah, you're, because you, that's it. You're still going to have to pay. That's the only money you're saving. You're still going to have to pay your your electricity bill and your TV and your light bill and all those things. All, none of those things go mm-hmm. away whether you have one or two people there. So unless your spouse yeah, ate a lot of groceries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless they really sucked up the uh, income with with a personal hobby that you had nothing to do with, or they ate a lot of groceries. Uh, your your need your financial needs each month aren't going to change that much. That's the that's the that's the that's rub. The harsh, that's the rub. Yeah, that's the harsh light of reality, as I like to call it, and um, and nobody wants to think about that harsh light uh, w- during that time after a spouse passes. But you, you know, if you can plan ahead, that's the best thing. Now, our time has come to an end for this segment. Is there anything you want to add before we go take a quick commercial break here, Tara? Well, for anyone who's listening in, I just I'm really glad that you're starting to take some interest in your planning process because. That's what's going to help you create a secure future and make sure that your heirs and the people that are responsible and relying on you are taken care of. And that's such an important thing. So for anyone who's listening today, I do have a complimentary download. It's a retirement income toolkit. And it's going to talk today about income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. So if you want to go to my website at www.taraenolan.com, 
click on the financially tuned button it's going to let you download that and that's going to really help with this educational process that we've been going through today most definitely well thanks tara and listeners stay tuned we're going to be right back with more from tara nolan on this topic right after this losing a spouse can be devastating when it occurs there is a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made the last thing you want to do is worry about your finances At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we focus on helping women and making life transitions a little bit easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide titled, The Top Six Things Every Woman Should Do Before the Death of Their Spouse. Give our office a call today at 719-210-4242 or visit taraenolan.com and we will be happy to send you a copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help make them simpler. And welcome back to our last segment, for this show, a financially tuned on protecting the surviving spouse. And for anyone who's listening today, this is such an important thing because I know everyone cares about their family and wants the best thing to be done for their family. And this is such an important topic, but it's not pleasant because when you're talking about protecting a surviving spouse, obviously we're talking about death. And so, but it's so important to take care of your loved ones. And so what we've been talking about is obviously probably one spouse is going to outlive the other. And so we want to make sure that we've looked at what that's going to look like financially. And what we're talking about today is what women can do particularly to prepare both before and after the passing of a spouse. And especially in terms mm. of social security, obviously it's always better to prepare before, but if, if it's after the fact, then you still have to pick up from there and move on with the process. Yeah, and in the past, I think I've heard you say that another way to protect a surviving spouse is to have your personal documents in order. Maybe you could explain for our listeners what that means and and how you feel that's beneficial. Well, your personal documents, that's like for most of us, I have what, have what they call the financial junk drawer. So do you ever have like that drawer in your <laughs> kitchen that's got like bits of string and maybe some tape and just random other things? Oh, yeah. Most of us, we also have something very similar to that when it comes to our finances, where maybe we have some files on our computer. We've got a a couple of paper files in the, you know, in the closet, in the the file drawer that have got things shoved around. And that's the reality for most people. So one of the best things you can do when you're trying to protect your spouse is to take the time and, and just get all those documents organized and in order and get rid of the things that are old and you don't need and then just have all the other Uh, documents, especially for maybe life insurance or your will and your estate planning documents and all those things in order with the right beneficiaries, because that's the best first step that you can take when you want to start protecting your spouse. Sure. I think that's really important. Now, um, uh, you know, personal documents, uh, they can include a lot of different things. And um, we all have the junk drawers, uh, like you mentioned. In fact, I hate to admit, I've got at least two. <laughs> so, um, and I know how it is with the documents as well. So now after somebody's organized all these documents, Tara, what's the next step for them to take? Well, then the next thing you're going to want to do is make sure that you have them in a safe place where you can find them. How many times have you gotten so organized that you can't even find your, the documents that you just organized? <laughs> You know they're in a safe yep. place because they're safe from you. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the things that you want to do is make sure if you're going to keep it at home, have a, a fireproof box just in case something happens. Uh, some people like to rent a safety deposit box at their local bank, which is a good place to keep your documents. 
if you have an attorney that you have a relationship with, attorneys can keep legal documents for you or just another trusted family. And I always talk with people about when you make your will, especially Tony, when I have uh, young families who have children and I say you have to have a will because if something happens to you, your kids need to be provided for me. And they always give me the sheepish look and I'm like, I know both grandparents want to be named as the uh, emergency caretaker for your children. Sure. And I just tell them, I'm like, you have to have a will. No one needs to know what's in it. <laughs> they just need to know where it is. <laughs> so right. it, you, know, you don't have to tell anybody what you've decided, but just make sure that you have something done and that someone knows where your will is. That's the important part. Because yeah. with an unexpected emergency situation, you don't want everyone going, I think they have a will. I don't know where it is. So, but I do understand yeah, family dynamics can get touchy. So no, it's no one's business what's in your will. <laughs> someone just needs to know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those are the things is making sure that you have the information stored in a safe place that you can access it. Yeah. I think that's really important. And there's a number of different options. Now, once somebody's recorded and organized all their documents and decided on a secure place to store them, uh, what's another step that they need to take to ensure that their surviving spouse is going to be taken care of in the event of a loss. Well, that's where you want to sit down with someone who can help. And I just say, run the numbers. So you look at, okay, here's, here's all the, in, the streams of income I have. I have this from my pension. I have this from social security and I have this 401k. And so here's, here's the possible streams I have. Here's what I live on. If I pass, do I still, does my wife still get a part of that pension? Yes or no? And sometimes it's usually no, or maybe it's a reduced amount. And then if one of the social security go away, okay, well then how much money? So you look at the two different, here's where we are today. If something happens, this is what our financial situation is gonna look like. And you want someone to help you run those numbers so that way you're not guessing. And then that yeah. way, and then you know what's, what's interesting, Tony, is sometimes people are afraid to look at it because they don't know what to do. But that's what help is going to do. Someone's going to say, okay, here's a hole. Here's a gap in your plan. Let's look at some solutions. Because guess what? There usually are some kinds of solutions. And so that's why you want to get that outside look because there is help available. You don't have to think of it all yourself. Sure. Well, I think that's fantastic. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Tara, it's been a great topic and a really important one to talk about. Not always the most fun to talk about, but uh, I'm really glad that you were able to share uh, all this wisdom on this topic with our listeners to help them, uh, you know, hopefully be better prepared. And uh, that does it for today's episode. Is there anything you'd like to add? Well, I'm just going to put one more plug in for anyone who's listening today. If you are an older retired couple, I really encourage you to sit down with someone who's going to just help you walk through that scenario of what happens if your life changes because it's just, it really makes you feel more comfortable and relaxed to know what your solution is going to be. But for anyone who's listening, please visit my website at www.taraenolan.com and download a complimentary retirement income toolkit because that's going to give you some reading material to go along with what we've been discussing. And if anyone out there is getting close to Social Security age, please go to my website and also pick which day this educational seminar is going to work for you. And if you prefer to call, just give the office a call, 719-235-5494, and let me know your question. All right, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore.
Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at TaraEnolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 